ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs and cats, children of all ages, I introduce you the future legend. He is the host of Let's Talk Podcast. The one, the only, I introduce you, Philip! Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Philip. This is episode number 256. Today, we're going to talk about World Chase Tag, and plus, we're going to talk about ESPN. And today, I have a guest joining me, makes her Let's Talk Podcast debut, Kylie. Welcome to the show. Hello. It's so great to, you know, meet you and talk to you and join you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for having the time. Uh, How's your Friday treating you so far? I'm sorry, what was that? How's your Friday treating you? How's my Friday treating me? Oh, it's great. I actually just had a uh, photo shoot today and went to the museum for that. So that was super, super cool. Uh, So I'm all done up in makeup now, but I just got home and I'm ready to chill for the rest of the night after this. And uh, my camera guy actually just came into town. So we're all going to hang out and yeah, spend some quality time together. How about you? (laughs) Oh, it was good. I was good. Um, I just drank coffee just a while ago to keep myself awake. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> hopefully you won't be up too late. Yeah, so uh, I was like a little sleepy earlier. So you know, I, I went to my mom's to see her, and I was a little sleepy. But drink, just drink coffee. I feel better now. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm a big fan of Red Bull for sure. So Red Bull. Okay, okay, sound good, sound good. Now, I remember when you messaged me on Instagram about. You mentioned the uh, the sport called World Chase Tag, and, and I say this on uh, to you uh, on Instagram, and that I never heard. Of it. I didn't know there's a sport called World Chase Tag. So, can you tell the people who listen? There might be people who may not heard of the sport. Can you t- explain what World Chase Tag is? Absolutely, I would be happy to. So they've been playing it on a lot of TVs at local uh, bars, pubs, really anywhere that plays any kind of like sports specific stuff. Um, so it is uh, on season six now. It's a very, very new sport. It airs on ESPN. Um, our season six actually just started airing this past this past month from our um, USA competition. And we actually just had our Pan Am competition at the Columbus Arnold Sports uh, Convention um, this first week of March. So basically what World Chase Tag is, is you have, uh, I think our Pan Am's comp was 16 different teams. Uh, your teams have between uh, uh, at least four, between four to six players. And you basically go team head-to-head, and it's just like what you would think it is. It's playground tag, but we have this cell obstacle course we call the quad. And you basically just have 20 seconds to tag one of the people on the other team. And you just kind of rotate like round robin through all the teams. And it's it's a lot of fun. It's It's honestly pretty much what you would think it is, except you're playing with like a bunch of professional parkour athletes basically so you're playing with a bunch of people that are just diving headfirst through bars and it can get pretty intense so it's, it's very entertaining to watch and I definitely recommend people checking it out you can actually look it up on YouTube as well so that's very helpful yeah you, you mentioned about uh it's on YouTube I, I watched it just over, like maybe a couple of minutes ago on YouTube just to give an idea I'm like wow this is 
this is really intense. <laughs> <Where was she? laughs> I mean, that, that is great. That is good. Uh, it's like, you know, because, you know, when we were kids, we used to play tags in the playground, like you mentioned in the in school, in the school back in the days. And I'm like, no, this is this one. This this is really more intense or anything like that. Like that. Oh, <laughs> like that. Definitely, um, definitely. So uh, the brothers created the sport uh, to actually help uh get get money into the parkour community and also i mean everyone loves tag who doesn't i think it's super awesome that you know we're bringing back all of these childhood games to you know prove that you know we we don't have to grow up and we can still have fun and and it's it's a lot of fun this was actually my first comp competing in this is our first ever oh. women's division so that was a huge uh push into the sport and I, I I thought it was amazing and so one of the big reasons why I wanted to come on here is because I wanted to um be able to you know get more people to to see the sport and and women especially because we're actually looking to start more women's teams uh in the future so I think that that's super super awesome and it, it's super encouraging to be a, a part of you know the first ever women's division and, and I'm super proud to be able to be a part of it and it's what's really cool is every, pretty much everyone that competes in this are parkour athletes. Now, obviously, you know, we have uh, one of the girls that won at the Pan Ams comps. Uh, she's a basketball player. So, you know, they're not all parkour athletes, but we all have very similar um, training. And so it's super cool. And, and parkour being such a niche community, we're all really good friends. So it's okay. not only just super scary and, you know, we're out here doing all these crazy moves, but it's also so much of it's so much of a family, everyone, you know, no matter what team you're on. And it's such a supportive sport with, you know, all of the pressure that you have and you're putting on yourself physically and right. uh, mentally. So I think that's one of the most powerful things about this sport is how connected everyone is that does it. Mm-hmm. Now, can you uh, tell, is there, uh, what are the specific rules with this World Chase tag? Um, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Really, the only rule is don't get caught. You only make it, you only make points on the board as an evader if you don't get tagged. That's the only way that you get a point. And uh, so, so <laughs> that's really the number one rule. There's obviously a couple of you know generic rules. One of them is you can't step out of the quad. So oh. the quad is uh, basically this four. It's basically this square obstacle course. Mm-hmm. Um, is the easiest way to put it. And if you obviously step out of the quad, then you're out and you lose the tag or the evasion. Um, and I really, that's it. You have 20 seconds to make the tag. I mean, it's not, it's not one of those sports that really needs a lot of rules. It's pretty generic. It's pretty straightforward. Once you see it, it's pretty easy to understand. And I think that's, what's really cool. There's not a lot of rules that you have to learn. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing how the game is set up. So it's not like, you know, when you're watching, you know, for instance, football, you have to know like what the, you know, the, the, the running line is and you have to know all the, the all these right. people have all these different positions and you have to know like where the, uh, the, for, the, the first down is and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And there's so many right. rules and then you have like people that kick the balls and stuff like that. Uh, and, and chase tag, it's literally, you just have someone that's chasing someone that's running and just, don't get caught. Don't get tagged. That's it. So it's it's super, super easy, super, and just super intense to watch. It gets so competitive. Yeah. It's so fun. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned they get they have 20 seconds to tag people. Once that time's up, and let's say they didn't tag anyone, you, is that other team get points or there's no points for both teams? 
Yeah, so there is, uh, so you, like I said, you only get a point when you're the evader. So say you get the tag and, and, and it, the 20 second buzzer doesn't go off. That just automatically means that you then become, it's kind of like a round robin, you then become yeah. the evader. They didn't get the evasion, so they don't get the point. And then someone from their team goes in to chase you. Okay. If okay, that makes well. sense. So, yeah. So, you have your chaser. You have your evader. The chaser starts on the chasing plate. The evader starts wherever on the quad or, you know, the obstacle course. Mm -hmm. And then as soon, and then you just go in. And if the evader gets the evasion, he stays on. And you just throw a new chaser on basically every time. And it just goes from one team to another depending on, you know, who was in first. So. Okay. Now, you mentioned earlier about, you know, your training and practice. Because, you know, in basketball, coach state, the teams practice – for whatever the next game is, they practice or football team. But in World Chase Tech, how do you guys do that? What kind of training do you guys do with this with the sport? Oh, absolutely. And I, really with anything, especially physical, anything that you want to get good at and anything that's competitive, you have to practice and, right. and make sure that you are doing daily. So um, I know a lot of teams have like a, a workout circuit that they do. We do a lot of uh, – a lot of uh, running drills because obviously, you know, we are chasing, we're playing tag. There's a lot of cardio involved with that. So I know a lot of teams, me, myself do a lot of cardio, a lot of sprints, um, things like that to help build up endurance. Uh, it's a very high endurance sport. Um, we also do a lot of just our own parkour training that kind of helps because luckily, you know, a, a lot of parkour moves are, are used in this. Um, you know, you have like, uh, we call it QM, um, quadrupedal movement. That's, you know, all fours, kind of like a dog. Um, that helps you get under obstacles really easily. So we train a lot of those repetitively. We train a lot of like um, safety vaults and Kong vaults to help you get over obstacles. We train a lot of like dives to get through obstacles and, you know, making sure you can recover safely without injuries. And, okay. you know, injuries you know, obviously still happen. It happens no matter what sport you play. But, you know, we still do safety stuff to try to make sure that, you know, that happens the least amount as possible. And, you know, still with the sport being so new, we don't have a lot of, like, regulated. There's not a lot of, like, team – I guess I would say team practices together and things like that. But one of the big reasons why there aren't is because – Right now, there's only one open quad in the U.S., and that's actually in Atlanta. So only, you know, the athletes local to Atlanta have the opportunity – local to Atlanta have the opportunity to use that quad. So um, that's a big disadvantage, you know, that we're working through right now. And we're actually about to open one in Pennsylvania. So if anyone's local to Pennsylvania, that's going to be a huge opportunity. If you want to try the sport out, it's completely open to beginners, and you can – go there and use that once that'll be up hopefully the end of april so really exciting um we'll have one up north now but yeah it's it's hard because of the the lack of uh, ability to have you know that quad that quad but even with teams that don't you know we still get to fly teams in and have them practice on it and also you know there are a ton of things you can do at your own gym that can help do what you need to do in this competition so okay Okay. Now, like like every sports, they have like coaches. Does World Chase Tag have coaches? Yeah. So a lot of teams kind of grab their own coaches. Um, so it's very kind of it, it's a little bit fuzzy in the way that that works because you kind of have like your team captain almost, and that's pretty mm -hmm. much the one that's in control of the team. I would say, yeah. but. 
coaches, um, for instance, um, there was a team that actually didn't end up uh, making it to Pan Ams because they, you know, were already into Worlds. So um, some of their athletes weren't able to make it, so they didn't end up, you know, coming to compete. And they pulled uh, some coaches, you know, from that team because that team was so good to help coach other teams that were new to this competition. We have constant new teams coming in, and so we have a lot of, I guess I would say, reputable, you know, uh, players on a lot of the high higher level teams that will help out, you know, on the beginner teams and give them um, f- give them feedback and you know help kind of coach them in what what good moves are to do and you know like I said this is still such a new sport um when it first started out the first you know seasons or so um it it was it's very different you know the the first meta meta is what I call it but mind games the first um what what we you know how the sport started is it was just like run as fast as you can to try and tag these people but it's crazy to see the way that the sport has grown and how there's actually strategy on how to tag people now, like tag has strategy. That's so crazy. And so, you know, we, we call it like mousetrapping is a strategy. So basically you intimidate someone to get them to stay in a corner and you kind of just inch your way closer and closer to them to the point where all you have to do is dive and tag them and you've made the tag. So it's super crazy how, you know, tag has a whole strategy to it now. And, and, um, so these, co- these, these reputable players will come in and they'll kind of teach the new teams and the new athletes, these kind of ideas so that they can have a better chance of competing in the, you know, in the comp. So I think that that's super awesome. Um, we had a girl actually, uh, one of the girls on my team had actually had her own males team that she was the team captain of and she coached them and she had, you know, already competed and it helped them a ton. So it's, it's, Super awesome to see all of the people that are doing so great also helping. And like I said, it's a huge family, helping the other athletes and giving them advice and helping them in their own coaching and, you know, wanting just the best for all of the athletes in general. It's amazing. Okay. And someone trapped me in the crowd. I just like, hey, your shoes untie. It might work, Don't get right? Don't your shoes untied. <laughs> yeah, your shoes untied. Uh, and hey, hey, it might work. That's a, that's a strategy, right? <laughs> Actually, it's really funny. Um, we have a lot of uh, so I'm local to Atlanta. I actually just moved there December to be able to have training on the quad. That was my main goal there. Um, I'm also a professional actress and model, so it only helped moving to Atlanta because you know I'm from Ohio. But um, so we have I, I have the opportunity to train on the quad a lot, and that really helps with my my skill level and you know my progression and you know my training. And um, we get to have athletes in from around the world all the time. And um, I, I was actually training with, uh, just in training uh, with another athlete on one of the other team, one of the male teams. And we were, we were running the match and I was chasing him. And um, there's an obstacle called the ridge and he was on the ridge and he was like, whoa, stop, your shoe's untied. And he literally got me just <laughs> like that, just like that. I stopped and I was like, what? And I didn't make the tag. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily – I've never seen it done in competition. But in training, we definitely do like to have fun and play with each other that way. And it, it, it's really funny that they said that because it, it happens. It's, it's very fun. You can imagine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's so funny because it happens. Like, it's, that's literally happened to me. That's hilarious. That's, that's, that's funny. <laughs> let, me, let me ask you this. Who's the one that first introduced you to this sport, World Cheese Tag? Is it your parents, your friends? 
Yeah. Um, is it that, <laughs> that's a very good question. Um, actually, in a super great question, too, because being a female, not even just in World Chase Tag, but in parkour in general, is very, very rare. And my chase tag came from my background in parkour, actually. You know, like I said, you know, pretty much everyone that does it are chase tag athletes. So um, a little less than two years ago, I actually uh, met a guy and started dating him, and he was a professional parkour athlete. So he had already competed in 2020 and 2021 in World Chase Tag. So he was my original coach, and he kind of trained me from the ground up. And then um, we're no longer together now. We're still great friends. And um, he, he uh, was actually going to come and support me at the comp and, you know, had his own dancing comp and couldn't make it. But um, he kind of just was already competing, and I, I just saw it. And who doesn't like playing tag? I mean, it looked so fun. And, yeah. I you know, I had already been doing parkour at that time, so I already had a lot of the base skills for it. And... Mm -hmm. I, we had local competitions that started in Indiana. So we would, me and him would just drive two hours to go do the comps. And I just started to fall in love with it. And it was just like, I just wanted to be a part of it. And, you know, you know how passion works. I just, I loved it and I just couldn't get enough. And I just wanted to do more and more. And, um, I was dealing with an injury and, uh, when they were doing the USA comp and I really wanted to get on a team then. And that was the first ever women, like when first ever women's only comp. And I really wanted to make it on a team then, and I sadly wasn't able to make it. But, you know, everything happens for a reason because one of the teams actually got rebranded as my team now. And I had the opportunity, even though I didn't compete in the U.S. comp, to be able to join that team and be able to compete at the Pan Am comp. So I still got to, you know, compete in the first ever women's division. And I actually got to compete with a team that I liked better. It was still the same team, but it, now its colors went from, like, colors I wasn't so fond of to, like, colors I loved and like a better name that I liked and it ended up working in my favor. So I thought that that was super, super cool. And, you know, after, you know, after not being able to compete in us, I was obviously really, really upset and really devastated. And I, I kind of almost talked it into existence. Like I, I, I always said, like, I know, you know, I'm going to make it on a team. I know it's going to happen. This is going to be my year. And I moved down to Atlanta with confidence that I knew that I was going to make it on a team and I knew I was going to be able to compete. So I moved from, you know, my whole life for that. And it's super crazy how it ended up working out. And it, it, it's crazy how the world works. And when you speak things into existence, how powerful your words actually are and, and how it happened for me. And it's super awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, Earlier, you mentioned it's four to six players for the World Chase Tag. When when these do their turn, is it by uh, based on the individual or is the whole entire team doing it? Because I, I saw on YouTube, it only like seemed like they do one by one. Is it one by one, basically? Yes, yeah. So, you know, it, it's two teams, but only one from each team goes on at a time. So yeah. uh, you kind of rotate through teams, uh, through team players. Um you know, kind of like um, in basketball, you have like some people on the bench and, you know, after a, a certain amount of rounds, you know, sometimes you'll pull people from the game and then you'll pull people from the bench, you know. And so think of it kind of like that in that way. Um, there isn't like a certain like order, like you, can, you, you don't just go in a circle. It's not like, you know, like a line or anything. You just kind of like, you know, the way that you play and you know kind of how the other people or the other people on the team or the other team plays and you pull people in dependent on who's good to play against who. So for instance, someone that's really, really fast, 
is going to play differently than someone that uses more strategy rather than speed. Um, and it all kind of depends on a, a lot of different factors. You know, you're, how much you've been on the quad. Like I said, there's only one in the U.S. right now. So how much you've been on the quad, how much, you know, parkour background you have, how, much, how fast of a person you are just in general running, you know. It, it depends on a lot. And, you know, for me, I only have a, you know, parkour background of, you know, less than two years. So my parkour is not as strong as a lot of other players on my team. But because I live by the quad, I have a lot of quad-specific experience. So instead of using my parkour skills and trying to just run around the quad really, really fast and tire myself out, I use really strong strategy on the quad since I've had the ability to train that, unlike a lot of other athletes. And I like to use that to my advantage. So, you know, everyone plays differently. And it's I think it's really, really a helpful tool if you know how the people on your team play because you're able to, you know, be able to pick who you want to go in for certain players very wisely that way. It's like another form of meta, another form of mind game, another form of, like, being able to, you know, win the game and whatever stakes it is, so. Okay, okay. Now, is in, you know, just like every sport that have referees, does this sport have referees or judges? Yeah, absolutely. We have, uh, so Cozy, his na- that's his name. He's one of our head for the women's uh, coaches in general, but he also coaches the men as well, um, or refs the men as well. But we normally have, I think, four, four refs on the quad at, at all times. We try to have them in the heaviest uh, tagging or evading spots. So mm-hmm. that's in really like the four corners is the biggest area so when we try to have like uh one coach on each corner and quad it's four corners so yeah four coaches normally um so and and yeah and we also have i think around six cameras angled on different uh perspectives on the quad as well because obviously people are running full sprints and you know you're like diving through stuff to tag people so sometimes it's kind of hard to be able to like make judgments on what you can see with your eyes. So it really helps to be able to kind of like go back and slow things down. And um, we do DTRs. So it, the cameras really help with that and allowing us to kind of be able to see uh, what our eye, what's so quick that our eyes aren't going to be able to catch. Cause you'd be surprised, especially with this past comp, people are getting so good because the strategy and the way you play, the, the level is really starting to get so high that people are like jumping 10 feet over something, making a tag. And it's like a one second, like you, your eyes can't even see when they touch the person. It's crazy. And so having the camera advantage, I think is, is the huge thing, being able to go back and relook at plays. And, um, and, and we've had a lot of plays where, you know, it's been so hard to tell if they really got the tag that we've actually had to, um, in our rule books, it says that it's the tagger's responsibility to make the tag noticeable and so sometimes it's been so hard to tell that you know evasions have been given even though athletes swear up and down that they tagged the other player so it's it's a very uh touchy subject in in that range and i'm sure you know we can always you know grow in that aspect but i yeah we we put a lot of effort and a lot of cameras in play to make sure that we can call everything that happens okay so in a sense, just like football and even NBA has it now, they have like kind of like a replay system. Um, like they, I'm not they, familiar like they, with that. Like, like for NFL, like there's a specific play, 
and if the coaches doesn't agree with it, they challenge the play and they look at the instant replay if that rules like like a complete or a complete catch or you know mm. and you know something like that or in the NBA they have like a replay system that and sometimes the coaches challenge their their rules are a little different than the NFL in a sense, but they they'll challenge that like a specific calls um and they look at the like in the replay system or yeah they, they call someone from. You know the headphones. I guess they use that those headphones to co- uh to talk to the replay booth. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, so we do the same. We call it a DTR. So um, DTR. gosh, I cannot remember what that stands for off the top of my head. <laughs> but we basically go back and look at the screens and replay it in slow motion. We look from a couple of different angles to you know clarify whether the tag was made or not. So. Okay. 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 Well, hey, if I was the referee, I was like, nope, you're the, no, the, just like throw the yellow bag, just to abuse my power or something just for fun. No, <laughs> I, honestly, we're really, really lucky to have, I, I mean, such great refs that it's really awesome because they honestly really care about the sport, and yeah. and so they're they're very helpful. And um, Cozy, what I told you, he's actually uh, married to one of a female, one of the female athletes on the other team. So it's really awesome to see how, like I said, it's all just a family, how, how like close we are and how, you know, how much we all care about each other and about the sport so much. And, and, and really it's super awesome because it's such a, it, it builds such a strong community. And I think it builds even more, I think it makes the sport so much more fun when everyone loves doing it and, and you feel so welcome and you feel so supported. And I mean, being a part of World Chase Tag and being a part of the parkour community in general has been such a such a like game changer for me. Such a blessing. It's such a, a, a such a positive community, and it it seriously like changed changed my life. And I just want to you know, the sport itself part of parkour is so new, and I want to be able to bring people into the sport and into the community and and show people the lifestyle. It, it really is a different lifestyle. Okay. And how how many teams are there now for the World Chase Tag? Yeah. So I know Worlds works a little differently. Um, so I have not competed at Worlds. I don't know. I I believe it would be the same of sixteen teams. They might have a little bit more on that one. But the U.S. in the uh, Pan Am team, uh, the Pan Am comps and things like that, they uh, have sixteen men's teams and four women's teams okay i know that um some of the uh the founders of world chase tag i was actually talking with them um and i know we were talking about we obviously want to bring more women's teams into it and we're actually in the process of building more women's teams right now um so hopefully we'll be able to you know grow that number we definitely need more airtime for sure so it's definitely going to cost some money but um, you know, that's the goal is to grow this as much as we can and, and get as much people involved in it as, as we can and, and, you know, hopefully be able to start a whole a whole new lifestyle, a whole new sport and, and get people talking about it and get people interested in, in wanting to watch. And um, one of the biggest game changers we've had so far for the growth in the sport is actually being able to have this past competition at the uh, convention. Um, it was, uh, the first time we've ever done any kind of like in like where, where random people have just kind of been able to come and sit down and watch before it's all just been like athletes and like family members and friends and things like that. And, um, we had 
a whole set of bleachers at this uh, convention that they set up for us. And the entire competition, it lasted, I mean, hours, six hours. The entire competition, these bleachers were full. We had people waiting in line to come and sit and just watch our competition. And it was one of the most amazing things I have seen. Like, seeing that support and something that I love and people so excited to watch us. And it was it was so awesome. And I'm so grateful that we had the opportunity to play at the convention. And, you know, my hope for the future is to be able to get more people to be able to watch it in person and be able to come to more conventions and more, you know, things like that. Because the sport also is just a whole new level when you see it in person. Seeing it on TV does not even closely show, you know, the 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 actual craziness and the actual emotion in the sport and, and how it's played. And so I definitely tell people all the time, I say, like, if you seriously want to watch it, you got to watch it in person. It's a totally different level. Different, like a different, like a different type of experience? definitely definitely because and I think a lot of it has to do with the way that social media you know impacts our world nowadays people can kind of just go on their phone and watch people do crazy stuff you know so it's it's very monetized but when we see people doing these things in person it's a whole nother level and I'm telling you when I see my friends jumping like 20 feet not 20 feet but like five feet in the air over a cube like to get this tag right onto their head like it's it's another level so seeing it in person is crazy I you know I had uh, I was sitting in the bleachers um, watching when you know some of the other male teams and some of my other friends were going and uh, sitting in the crowd you know when certain things would happen in the competition you would hear people in the crowd go because <gasps> like you know someone would like land like uh, kind of on their head or on their shoulders or like just do something that was like super cool or super crazy and the crowd loved it and so uh, you know that's why like if you can see it in person come to come to a competition in person it's gonna be you're gonna fall in love with it it's not gonna you're gonna want to watch it every time it's on the tv if you say 20 feet and stick to that i'll probably would believe that (laughs) i'm just saying i have a I have a lot of friends that can, you know, take drops from 20 feet and be fine. So <laughs> it is believable. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just called him Superman. <laughs> 20 feet, y'all. Okay. I, can't, I probably can't even jump maybe three, well, three feet, five, four feet. Uh, maybe. Jumping 20 feet is a lot, but I have a friend, yeah. I have a lot of friends that can like fall 20 feet and be okay. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm jealous now. <laughs> Yeah, but the parkour community is something else, and that's why I said like seeing it in person is, it's a whole diff, it's a whole different game, whole different game. Now I'm assuming because like just like any any sports, there's tournaments and they compete for a like a championship. Does does uh, World Chase Tag has a tournament compete for a championship trophies? Yeah, so that's what, um, it, so we have, like I said, our U.S. comp, and then, you know, other countries have their own, like, country, you know, comp, and then we have Pan Am, so that's Pan America, so this is the first time we've ever had any kind of, like, out of U.S. teams in um, our comp in the U.S., so it was kind of, it was kind of weird to say, but um, at Pan Am's, which was the competition that I got to just compete at in March, we had a Canada team, 
And they went on the quad and killed it after never being on the quad before. They came out here and killed it. The Canada team, I they were awesome. It was my first time meeting that team, that Chase Tag team, and I they were some all of the guys were super sweet, super great. Um, we had a Brazil team. They were very, very cool. Um, um, some of the uh, one of the athletes uh, was um, sponsored by. Um, actually, there were a couple of athletes on um, some of the other teams that were uh, sponsored by GoPro. But parkour is actually very big in a lot of other countries around the world, um, bigger than even the U.S. Parkour has been fairly new in the U.S. compared to around the other uh, around the world in other countries. And uh, we had a Mexico team. And the Mexico team killed it, too. Um, they actually ended up coming. Uh, we all did, like, a Waffle House uh, afterwards um, get-together. And the whole team of Mexico came um, with me and, like, a bunch of the other people. And we all they, – they were so, so sweet. But it was really cool to see – I'd never traveled anywhere out of the U.S. for parkour comps. A lot of the athletes oh. have, and there's a lot of really good competitions out of the U.S. But I have just haven't had the opportunity to do that yet, being, you know, so new in the community. And mm-hmm. – seeing these other teams and, you know, their level of parkour and just, you know, how they played, you know, with us, it was so, so cool. And I met some really, really genuinely cool people and I made some really great friends, you know, out of the U S which is always so cool. I I love being able to explore and, and and get in new cultures and, and meet new people. That's a huge part of my personality. And so it's super cool that, you know, the sport gives, you know, all the athletes the opportunity to do that. Okay. Okay. Now, my next question is, it's just like other sports sometimes, there's some players will like to talk trash. The, the, is there like a trash talking for two different teams? <laughs> Every sport has their beef, definitely. And I, I mean, realistically, I'm really lucky because even though there is always going to be drama and, you know, no matter... It, no one's ever going to love everyone. That's really what it is. But, re- but realistically, like I said, World Chase Tag is one of the healthiest things I've been able to be a part of. Even, you know, I- I've had more, like, my-, my friends from parkour come before my friends from acting and my friends from modeling. And, I mean, the- these are the people that I-, I would seriously, like, trust with everything. And, I mean, everyone in the community it is great, is seriously great. And we're really lucky because we've been compared to a lot of other sports and, you know, um, a lot of other sports I know have very mentally, uh, you know, very mentally challenging in a lot of ways. And, and we're really lucky that everyone is so, so close. Like realistically, I can't think of a a single issue that is really an issue. I mean, we're really, really lucky for that. It's, it's a whole, it's, it's really great. Okay. Well, if someone talk trash, just make fun of their hairline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um. I. I mean, yeah. I. I really love the community, and it's crazy because the parkour community. I wouldn't say it. it it's. It's funny because I, I think that the parkour community actually gets more trash talk from people outside of the parkour community than in. And, and oh. I think that's because, and, and that's, and that's, it's really, it sounds really weird, but I, I think that's because once again, I, I think social media, you know, and the, the, everyone is kind of just seeing videos of all of these professional parkour athletes that are climbing buildings, jumping roofs and 
you know, I have a lot of friends that do that. And so I, I know, and it's really cool to be able to see that side of it in person, but also see, you know, um, I am really good friends with the founders of APK over 40. So this is a group of uh, athletes that are over 40 years old and they do parkour and they are definitely not jumping from roof to roof, but they are still doing parkour. And, and a lot of people, when you say parkour, they're like, oh my God, that is so intense. That is so scary. And like, you know, yes, it is. There's like a certain level where it gets intense and, you know, chase tag is, you know, at one of those levels, but you know, not everyone starts at that level. And, you know, and, and I think also too, like there's a, there's an episode on the office, you know, where they parkour, you know, and I, I think it's gotten a lot of um, c- confusion for what the sport really is. And so that's why, you know, when I, when I talk about parkour, parkour, you know, and people are like, Oh my God, like, that's so crazy. I could never do that. I'm a certified coach myself. And so, uh, you know, I coach, I've coached kids anywhere from three years old. Actually, pre-K parkour was my favorite class to teach. I taught three-year-olds all the way up to, I mean, there was a lady that came in the gym that was like uh, 60s and she would come in and she would just work on like being able to stand on one leg. And, you know, I see parkour not even just as a sport, but more as like, almost like, Karate, but in a self-defense way. Parkour teaches you how to fall correctly without getting hurt. And it teaches you how to climb up on things correctly. Like, you know, you don't want to use your knees because then you can have, you know, knee problems in the future. And it teaches you, you know, mobility and coordination and how to, you know, know where your body is and awareness and know how far we we train something called precision precision landings or precision jumps. And that's, you know, the knowledge of knowing how far you're going to jump and being able to do it with confidence. And so it's, and all of these skills play into being able to do world chase tag and honestly, a lot of sports out there. And so, um, you know, I, I think, you know, how many football players I think would have been saved if they would have known how to fall correctly without getting hurt. And, um, and so it's, it's, I think a really important sport for a lot of people to learn in general, just to have a base knowledge of. And um, I know American Parkour is one of uh, the the big companies, and they're actually working with schools to get, like, a basis of parkour taught in, like, schools and school gym classes. Um, and, and I think it's, you know, the, the factor of it being so extreme, and that's what people see online, you know, with the, with the professional athletes. People are like, oh, I don't want my kids, you know, jumping from roof to roof. And, and that's why, you know, we're, we're here to kind of be like, well – yes, you know, the, the professional athletes are doing that. And honestly, a lot of those professional athletes that are doing that are stunt people. And that's why they're yeah. doing that. And, and <laughs> you know, it's, it's made to know that you can do that. You know, these athletes are doing these things or, you know, you know, throwing themselves through stuff like this because they know that they can do it without getting hurt. Yes, accidents still happen, but that's what the sport of parkour is for. And so I think that that's really important to, you know, clarify that and share that it really is for everyone. And if you wanted to do it, you you should try it. And I, I think it's really important for everyone to, you know, give a chance and give it a try. Okay. Okay. Now, my next question is, you mentioned about that they in the, uh, what's called, in the quads, is there like a... They do. Do they like a different uh, setup to, to give it like a different look for the for the players, or is it the yeah. same look? So they have actually changed the quad around a couple of times throughout the you know couple seasons, um, just to kind of not necessarily change things up, but almost to make things better. And we want okay. to get to the point where the quad actually isn't changing at all, and 
we're just trying to get it to the point where every obstacle that's there, every bar that's there, every screw that's there, every, uh, you know, slab of wood that's there has a purpose, you know, and it's, and it's, and it's put there for a reason and it's, and it's good there because of this reason. And so that's kind of where the point that we're getting at. So we might, you know, do a couple more changes in the future, but the goal is to have it the same. This thing. Okay. Same. Okay. Okay. I, I, I could imagine Larry they, they added like a ladder or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think too, um, the, the factor of how people are kind of diving through stuff and, and, you know, I think adding new factors every time people compete can too become a little bit more risk oriented. And, and you know, everyone has their own opinions on that, but you know, I, I think having a set standard it is the best way to also be able to scale a, an athlete's abilities and be able to show, you know, because we still do things like night of flight is our basically the award we give to the best chase tag athlete in the game. So um, the athlete that won it this last season, his name's Jason. He's literally the best chase tag athlete in the game. He's insane. Um he he won it and you know i think if we had the quad changing so much we wouldn't be able to really calculate comparatively because every athlete is different and and they all play right. different like i said for me i don't run around the quad you know all you know all the time i use a lot of strategy and if the quad constantly changed that would you know have to change things up in the way that i played and so it's very much i, I think it's very much um is set for a reason and you know in my opinion i hope it stays that way and i like the way that the quad set up and i the obstacles are so fun to dive through so i'm not complaining okay <laughs> okay because I, I, I was gonna say like maybe the next few years when this sport grows i'm wondering if they gotta change some things regarding the quad maybe add more objects or whatever you probably i could imagine players such yourself will have to change your maybe the aspect of your your strategy or your aspect of your skill or game or strat or whatever. Now, okay, Absolutely. Now. Uh, is, is it maybe like, let's say it, it happens. You think you could probably have to uh, change your game to start maybe one around or change your strategy. Absolutely. And I think the strategy, it pretty much doesn't like, I, I would say the strategy doesn't necessarily change depending on what obstacle on the quad you're on. It's just knowing how to get through those obstacles in your the easiest way for you. So, and I say that for instance, like um, there's an obstacle on the quad called the tilted cube. It's the back left obstacle on the quad. There's a very there, there's like the, it's basically like a wall almost that you have to kind of get. It, it's a cube, and there's like corners and walls that you have to basically go over through to get into the cube. And so looking back, um, so ooh, a good example is I have a hard time going from standing on the ground up over into the cube because I am short. I don't have a lot of upper body strength to, you know, pull myself up. And also, like, I just don't have that strong of a parkour background to be able to, you know, have the confidence in just eating myself over those bars. So instead, what I do is I actually get into a, I, I get into a, uh, basically, I just crawl through it, you know, because I'm a girl, once again, I'm a girl, so I, I'm a smaller, my, my chest is smaller, and I, I'm able to uh, slide through things easily because of just kind of the way I'm built. And so not even necessarily about 
the the technical stuff it's it's more it's more about what is easier for you to get in and out of the obstacles i think that's the most important thing so like uh you know for for a lot of especially like the, the pro parkour athletes they'll literally just jump from one obstacle to another and these obstacles are six feet apart not even kidding and they'll just jump from like five feet in the air they'll just jump from one to another like it's nothing and I'm like, that is a little much for me. I would prefer to like <laughs> drop down, slide in really fast, dive through, you know, and everyone has their own personal strengths. And, and so I think that's more about what would have to change is, you know, as you add more obstacles, you have to figure out how to get through them. But, it, you know, in all the strategy in the game doesn't really change. It's just we're starting to realize now that there is actually a strategy that we can play too. And, and I think that that's super cool looking back, like, all the athletes were just running in circles, you know, going for the tag. And now it's so much more, there's so much more that goes into it. There's so much more you have to go out there and think about. And, and if you're not, then you're, you're not going to get the tag. You're not going to get the evasion because those people are going to be thinking five steps ahead of you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was me jumping in between the objects. I thought I get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's why, like, like I said, everyone has their own, their own specific way that they play and that plays a huge part in who they are as an athlete so it's super cool super cool yeah now you mentioned earlier that how many seasons you guys at now we're on season six now Seasons. wow season six so that so season six still brand new to the sport is there anything that that has been changed for the last six season like maybe added rules or or is there anything something different yeah, so, well, you know, like I said, this season was a big deal because this is the first time we've ever had our women's only division. <laughs> so in the past, we've done co-ed divisions. So women and men can be, either or can be on the teams. And it was, you know, just those teams. And um, a big issue that we were having is that there weren't a lot of women that felt the confidence to be able to compete with the men. And that was really putting a damper on women wanting to get involved in the sport. And so this season six was so, so important in the game because this was the first time we've ever had women's only teams. So we had, like I said, at the, uh, at both uh, the U S comp in Texas this past August. And then the, uh, this, uh, this first week of March when we had the Pan Am comp in Columbus, we had four female teams each time. And it's been a game changer for the competition and getting more women involved and more women interested in the sport and really just making it seem more of a professional sport. And it was a big fear of, I think, a lot of athletes because women are, sadly, women are still looked at differently in the parkour community and, and you know, in, in all sports in general, not just the parkour community and, and in World Chase Tag. And, and like I said, I, I really think just, you know, athletic in, in general, and, and I, I'm really, you know, big on speaking out against that. And so I think a, a, a big fear of a lot of people, and, and it's really sad because when I first started posting my Chase Tag training videos before I competed, I got a lot of comments, you know, of, oh, I like watching the men do it better, or the men are, you know, they're more sendy, or, you know, there was a lot of hate against women getting involved in the sport. And it, it's really, really sad to hear. And I'm really happy that I had, you know, such a great support system. You know, all my parkour friends were commenting in like, 
you don't know, like the sport, like, you know, you know, the, all the women are welcome. And like, you know, they were so supportive and, you know, once again, I'm so lucky to, you know, have the parkour community and then be so, you know, so much like a family. So awesome. But it, it still gets a lot of down looks on, on the female division. And so I think there was a lot of fear, you know, starting that, that it was going to make it look less professional. And, and I really think that, you know, with, the, with that growth, it's really gotten it to be more serious and to look more professional and, and to give more people the opportunity to relate to it. Cause now, you know, not just men are doing it, but women are doing it and you're seeing yeah. women go out and, you know, dive through bars. And, you know, not only is it crazy to see men do that, but now we're seeing women throw themselves at stuff, you know? And, and I think it shows a totally different side of, you know, women and, and athletes and, and women's ability to just do, you know, do, uh, you know, athletic stuff in general and compete. And, and I'm all for it. I love it. And like I said, I'm just super, super grateful that I had the opportunity, you know, to compete with my team and I would not have changed. I would not have picked a different team to be on. And, uh, you know, the support that the women are getting from the other, the, the, the co-ed teams and the male teams is amazing. And I, I'm really grateful for it. I would like to say and add that I think women can do anything, any sports. I've seen women could, I mean, great in any sport, basketball, not not just at uh, World Chase Tag, but basketball, baseball. Absolutely. You, you know, great if they can put their mind to it, you know, put their mind to it and work hard, then you can do anything. Except for they can't beat me in paper, rock, scissors. That's it. <laughs> paper, rock, scissors. So, a little <laughs> background. If you, you, uh, you probably don't know this because they don't actually show this on camera most of the time. So, a team always has to start first, obviously. So, right. how we actually decide what team starts first is before each match starts, we actually do a rock, paper, scissors from with the um, team really? captains. And we do a rock, paper, scissors, and whoever wins that rock, paper, scissors gets to go in first as the evader. Now, you know, you want to go in as the evader first because the evader is how you get the point. So you want to be the first team to get a point on the board. So you want to be the first team to evade. So, um, yeah, whoever wins the rock, paper, scissors is who goes in first. So that's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that, you know, a little, a little trick that you may not know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay. even okay. first I even for the ESPN comp, that's how it's decided. So it's very luck of the draw, which I think is super funny. <laughs> okay, okay. People want to scissors. Okay. I, I thought you guys maybe like flip a coin or something. <laughs> nope. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors. Okay. We're real serious about Rock, paper, it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, is it like two hours early or just like. Nope, just, just first one, round. All in. One, all just in. Like, oh, come. Yep, all, all in. in. Okay, okay. okay. All in, big rock, paper, scissors, and you better do. You better decide before you start. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Now, <laughs> is there any rock, paper? Yeah. I mean, you said you're really good at it. Is there any rock, paper, scissors strategy you can give me for? You know, I can maybe hand over to my team captain to help us uh, get in for an evasion. Um, give me some strats. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, decide what you're gonna do before, like. If you decide you want to be scissor, you'd be scissor. Uh, paper, paper, rock, but you hope Don't second that, guess yourself? Yeah, you probably have, you just have to like say, yeah, don't second guess yourself. If you second guess yourself, um, it might be, it might cost you. It might yep. cost you. So, you know, don't, don't hesitate. Just, you just decide, go straight up the side. And you may lose still, but at least, you know, whatever you make up your mind, go, go with it. That's, that's right. I like it. Good, good strats. I'll keep that in mind for sure. 
I'm yeah. really good at second guessing myself. So <laughs> probably a good thing. I'm not the one that does it. No, it's all good. It's all good. Now, now the next, maybe, maybe, maybe not right now, but you got, you got the women, you got the men. What are the chances maybe the kids could be involved in the sport? So yeah, some super exciting news. Um, we're actually doing local comps for kids right now. So, um, actually my, uh, one of the players on my specific chase tag team, she is the one that owns the quad in Atlanta. So that's another thing that I think is super awesome is the one quad in the U S is owned by a female athlete. I think that that is a very strong, you know, thing to say, which I think is super awesome. She's a very good friend of mine. Um, and, uh, she is running. So she owns the, she co-owns the gym and owns the quad. And she is running her own actual kids divisions through her gym where she's having, she's building, I think she has two kids teams, I believe. Um, And she's having some kids from other local, um, like we have one from uh, South Carolina, from uh, uh, Motive Movements, this gym. And uh, they're coming into, coming into, um, you know, uh, in Atlanta and the quad and we're all competing. Um, And uh, yeah, the kids are good because (laughs) <laughs> it's super funny because they're so tiny they can fit through things really easily yeah and so it makes a whole new aspect of the sport there's a little boy i think he's oh gosh i think he's like 10 maybe um his name's james he is so good he beats me on the quad every time he's so good he's uh one of uh one of uh Dara's best students um and Dare is my friend. Um, and, and yeah, he kicks my butt every time. And he's like I said, he's like 10. So it's it's super awesome to see the kids out there because it's it gets crazy. Um, yeah. So and, and if anyone on here is curious, if anyone's from Atlanta or, you know, is ever going to make their way out there, um, the gym is called Nick's NYX Training Center. So that's where they have the quad that you can go on and train on. They have open training all the time that you guys can just go in and try it out. And, you know, there's a coach there to kind of teach, you know, skills. And, and even if you're new, you're welcome to come and even just watch, you know, the athletes, you know, p- train and, and play and, and you kind of see what it's about and see if, it, if it's interesting. Um, you know, like I said, World Chase Tag is obviously a very high-level sport of, you know, parkour. But they also do parkour classes through this gym, and it's it's you know a good way to get started if if this is something you want to do. And I mean, it, it, it's super awesome because you know now ESPN has you know picked us up and we're able to you know compete for such a reputable production company. I, you know, like I said, I'm a professional you know actress and model, so I get to see that kind of you know side of things as well. So it's super cool to be able to pull my, you know, parkour stuff into acting or be able to put my acting into parkour stuff and kind of combine them all to be able to, you know, do what I love and monetize my passion and be able to, you know, not have to worry about, you know, trying to get on other productions because I'm already doing it for parkour. So it's super awesome. Um, And and the sport's still growing and we're still building new teams. So. Nice, nice. I, I could imagine the kids will enjoy this, you know, like to jump around because we we used we used to be kids. I'm for for me, I used to like jump around, run around, and stuff, <laughs> you know. So I could imagine they like to jump around or run around. I mean, Absolutely. make sure they, make sure they don't. Well, yeah, yeah. And, make sure and, they don't eat a lot of sugars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and that's why you know I I said like 
it, it's more of like a more of a first aid, more of like a self defense, more more of that kind of uh, part the the way that I see parkour, and especially with kids, like so many kids, you know, are going going and playing on playgrounds anyways, and climbing on stuff, and that's what they do. And so giving them a chance to be able to do it in a structured way that you know can keep them safe, but also grow their physical abilities, and, and you know, uh, you know, as an example, um, humans are all born with three natural fears. Oh, you know, all humans. One of them is the fear of falling and parkour teaches you how to not only get over that, but how to use that to your advantage and how to be able to be able to, you know, climb higher things and and be less scared and and be able to trust in what you can physically do. And and so it, it grows a lot of personality confidence and a lot of confidence in in your body and, and, and it teaches you how to, and this is what I was really lucky. It really changed my life. I mean, before I had parkour, I really didn't have a passion and it taught me how to set goals and how to achieve them and how to be passionate about something and how to be confident in myself and my abilities. And so I think a lot of people out there really lack that, that passion and things that they do. And that's why I want to share not only about just, you know, parkour and world chase tag, but also just how important it is to have a passion and to have physical movement in everyday life, no matter, you know, who you are. Yeah. yeah. Now you mentioned it's been on ESPN. Is it beyond, is this the first time this sport on ESPN this year or it's been on ESPN before? No, no. So it has been on ESPN for all of the seasons. er, Okay. Yeah, I know 2020 and 2021 were. I wasn't really in that in, in the chase tag realm before that just because that was when, you know, my boyfriend at the time had competed in 2020 and 2021. Um, but you can actually um, watch the reruns, like I said, of all of it on YouTube. Um, so all you have to do is look up World Chase Tag and they will all pop up. So it, that's what's really cool, too, is um, like for a lot of people like nowadays, I don't have cable. But I can still go back and, you know, watch all of the competitions and learn from them. So that's really helpful. Okay. okay. And I, I can mention you can watch on YouTube that can maybe help you improve your, your, your skills or improve, you know, maybe add some new strategy. Yeah. And like, um, for instance, there's um, a athlete, a female athlete from another uh, country that I have been really watching how she plays on the quad and I actually took um, a way that she gets on top of one of the obstacles and used that in how I play and it's been really helping me a lot and so and you know like I said I don't really have a strong parkour background and so any way that I can learn and improve is so you know important to the competition so I yeah it, it really helps even with you know the simple factor of like we're getting better as athletes you can still always learn from your past mistakes so it's really important to know that and understand that. Now I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I will ask guests to put them on the spot, and I'll ask those questions. So I'm gonna put on put you on the spot. Do you have any? Do you have a, a favorite players in the sport? And who? Oh gosh, favorite players. <laughs> who? Um, can I name? Do I have to name one? Can I name a couple? Oh, you're like, I'll be nice. Yeah, you can name a couple. <laughs> I name a couple? Okay. All right. Um, so some of my favorite female players, I would definitely say, are um, Amy. Amy is a really good a really good friend of mine. She is on Kunoichi. They actually won the U.S. comp in Texas in August. Her team did. Amy is an uh, – she actually um, got to train a lot with me in Atlanta, so we made a really good friendship, and she is a strong – 
strong athlete. Um, I think uh, Taylor on Nemesis, she's actually, uh, she's, she's really, really strong as well. She also uh, played in the U.S. comp and then again in the Pan Am comp. She's also a very, very, she's a very strong athlete in general in parkour, but also in chase tag, she's great. Um, and the men's teams, um, I'm really, I'm really good friends with all, like, it's so hard to pick. <laughs> You're really putting me on the spot right Just now. Just flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> just flip a coin just flip a coin this person or that person <laughs> i will definitely say um amos um from hollywood free runners he coached me on a lot i owe a lot of my my training to him he was a coach in atlanta for me for you know a lot of a lot of my training out there so amos on hollywood free runners he's also a professional athlete and you know he's been in the game he's i He's um, one of the older players as well. So he's been in the game for years and he is a huge, huge inspiration for me. And he's definitely at the top of my list. Um, also Kai and um, Hunter from Tempest. Tempest is also a very, very strong team. Those are two really, really great friends of mine. Amy and Kai are actually brother and sister. So they're brother and sister on you know oh. different teams. It's super, yeah, it's super cool. So they're great people. Kai's also a music, uh, musician, so we can, you know, uh, you know, relate in that kind of way, which is super cool. Um, APK has always been, you know, a, a family team for me. So APK Gray and APK Blue, all of the athletes on those teams both have genuinely been, I mean, those were the people that I started training Chase Tag with when I was in Indianapolis. Those are Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana athletes. So, I mean, those are the people that I, I started my parkour journey with. Those, those athletes are always going to be family to me. Um, and, and um, oh, my gosh. I know. <laughs> Is this such a hard thing to say? Because I just genuinely, like, love them all. Um, <laughs> I mean, those, those, are really, those are really big ones for me. Um, I, I love those teams for sure. Um, I made a really good, like I said, I made really good friends with the Canada team. That's a really, that's, that was uh, one of the non-US teams. The Canada team really came and, and they, they killed it. They rocked the waters. I was very impressed with them. And all of the guys on that team were super, super sweet. And I made some really good new friends from them, which was super cool. Um, oh, oh, it's so, it's so hard to make. They're all so good. Um, <laughs> And then also probably, <clears throat> honestly, yeah, like, it's, it's super weird because out of all of the teams that I've had the opportunity to play with, um, Tempest and Hollywood Freerunners have been the teams that I've played with, like, the least amount, I guess you could say. But out of, like, all of the teams, those two teams have really, like, become a huge family to me. Um, I actually had the opportunity, I had a job in L.A., and I got to uh, fly out there and work, and I stayed with Amos, or I mean uh, Omar. He's another athlete on Hollywood Freerunners, and I stayed out there with him for a couple of days, and we did some parkour training together. And I, I really grew a great friendship with him. And there were some other athletes out on uh, on Tempest that I got to go out there and train with. And they are both of those teams, Hollywood Freerunners and Tempest, are strong, strong teams. I believe Hollywood is actually going to be going to um, Worlds in. Um, is it Italy? I think they go to, I don't know, uh, wherever the world's competition is, they're going to be uh, going to that. So I'm definitely going to be cheering them on for that. Um, which is, which is really exciting. Um, and, and yeah, so I, have really made a strong relationship with those two teams and I've, you know, it's, it's been super awesome. And, you know, another backstory, one, another guy, uh, Kyle on, um, 
Hollywood Free Runners is married to uh, Megan on Konoichi as well. So there's there's a, like I said, it's it's a it's a big family, you know. Everyone is everyone's family on, on Chase Tag, so it's super awesome. If someone said, "Why you didn't pick me as your favorite?" Um, I guess you can send it my way because I'm the one to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like those, that. those are <laughs> big, big, big ones for me. Um. <laughs> yeah, I got you, I got you. Now, what are the chances? That I mean, I did ask earlier about the, with the kids in fall, and what are the chances we may see maybe later in the future, like a world freeze chase tag? Remember freeze tag when we were kids? Yes, interesting idea. So, um, a little bit off topic. I don't know if you're into video games, but I was actually invited to a video game convention. And I ran into some uh, people there that were talking to me that, you know, had no idea that, you know, my relation with World Chase Tag and um, said that they actually were building a game kind of similar. It's, you know, not World Chase Tag, but it has to do with Spider-Man and Iron Man. Okay. And it's like a mixture of those two, but they play tag. It's so crazy. It's so out there. But <laughs> I had the opportunity to game test it and try it out. And so much fun. And it, it's it's pretty much that you kind of zip around and fly around like you're like a mixture of Spider-Man and Iron Man and you um, mm. like tag people and they have to like freeze and, and you play on like teams. Um, and, and so it's kind of like it, all in a mixture of that kind of realm. And so it, it's a video game version. It's already kind of happening, but it would be really cool to be able to see a game version of that. I haven't seen that yet. Um and, and I can definitely see it being something created in the future. So one day, maybe. Yeah. I, I could imagine with the world freeze chat, world freeze chase tag. Wow, that's a mouthful. Right. <laughs> world free chase tag. You know, that would world be freeze like, tag. World free, wow, world freeze tag. We need to shorten that initial. <laughs> WFT. No, WFT. That doesn't sound. Mm, I don't know. Oh, what were you people who listen? What do you think? WFT uh, or like WCFT? Something yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah, World Freeze Chase Tag. That World be... Chase Freeze Tag. I think sounds better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That that it'll be sound. It'll be pretty interesting how that works with the quad rounds. Uh, maybe more. I don't know. That there'll be more. Maybe some different setup or maybe different rules. Maybe. 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 Maybe or maybe get Mr. Freeze from you know the film from Batman Freeze. I don't know. <laughs> or um the uh uh the guy from Incredibles. Oh gosh. My oh. mom's gonna be so mad that I can't remember his name. I know who you talk about. I can't remember the name of that character. Yeah, I, I know who you talk about. Oh, Ozone? No. Something like that. Oh god, my mom is gonna be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. Uh, uh, we don't have but... to tell her, she'll be so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, she doesn't remember the, the, the character's name, okay? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's just a game. Uh, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now my next question is the next the next five or ten years, what do you see in the sport world cheese tag? Do you see maybe teams expanding? Or you know, it could be more than one answer. Or it could be yeah. expanding more teams or travel more traveling all over the world, not just all over North America, but all over the world. 
Oh, absolutely. And, you know, we're starting to, you know, see that now. Definitely more teams in, in both, I think, men and female divisions. More teams for sure. There's already more female teams in the works right now that you guys, you know, will see in the future, which is super exciting. Can't spill any tea about that, but it, it's happening. Um, and um, um, I, I think definitely... I, I would at least hope to see a little bit more of a way to prove tags and evasions and things like that, whether that is, you know, more, more referees in play or more cameras, you know, on the, on the, on the, on the quad or, um, you know, whatever that may be, hopefully, you know, have the opportunity to do more things like conventions, more, um, comps where they're, you know, open invite and, and people can, they're, they're at crowded areas where people have the opportunity to come in and watch and learn about it in person, I, I think is, you know, going to be a big step for us. And I've already, you know, the, the brothers, the founders of World Chase Tag are, are really close in the community. And, you know, we all got to go out and, and go to the bars and, and go out to dinner and like I said, Waffle House and stuff with uh, mm-hmm. them and stuff. And um, I got to talk to one of them about, um, more opportunities, you know, with doing, um, things like, uh, things like, um, more conventions and, and I'm really having a hard time, you know, thinking more opportunities, but you know, something like that. And and I, I, hopefully that will be in the future. Also, I really would love to see more, um, not just ESPN, but in general, just a, a bunch of, you know, social media opportunities, you know, more, um, marketing for it i think it would be really awesome and um it grow more into not just world chase tag but also athletes being able to have their own personalities and own brands Mm -hmm. through that i think is going to be a a new a a near future thing um and i think all of all of these things are in the works right now which i think is super cool um all, all of these we're starting to see in this season and we'll definitely be seeing in the next season and you, you know, you probably answered. You already answered one of my, actually, two of my question. Next question, because I was going to ask you regarding ESPN. You would like to see possible expand this market, make it a bit more natural wise, which is, I'm assuming that's the goal, right? Natural wise. Yeah. So we do have like our world competition. So we have um, teams, especially in like Russia is a big area and um, Europe is a big area for parkour. So we have a bunch of teams from out there that we already do world competitions with. Um, And and so that is super, super cool. So luckily we're already having um, all around the world athletes, which is super cool. And and I would like to honestly just see more opportunities for like more competitions more often. And we're kind of already, once again, you know, can't really spill the beans on that too much, but we're already in the works of trying to figure out a way to kind of do some kind of season play, not just one competition, you know, like you have like the U.S. Pan Am and Worlds. We're trying to do it where it's like, okay, you have all of these like local competitions and then you have, and you have so many more opportunities to compete than just like the three. So that's the goal. Um and it's it's in the works right now. So hopefully, you know, in the next couple of years, we'll really be able to grow that and have more opportunities for athletes to 
compete. And, and so not only will, you know, they have the opportunity to just, you know, do what they love more, but also they'll have an opportunity to make it more of a lifestyle. Cause I think that's the hard part with, you know, parkour and chase tag is they're such new sports. There's not a lot of money in them to back them up. And so the athletes don't get as much out of them as professional basketball players do or professional football players do, you know, even though they're putting their life and their future on the line for these sports. And so, uh, you know, the big goal of, you know, having just world chase tag in general, but also being able to have it on ESPN and have it in people in front of people's faces is to not just, you know, have more people fall in love with the sport, but also to be able to bring more support to the sport. So I I think that's, uh, that would, I think really may be a game changer for it in general. Well, well, artists we see like a merchandise, like like a jersey. So that's just like the NBA or NFL, they sell t- players' jersey. But it's possible maybe the players selling players' jersey. Yeah. So we actually just started doing that at this Pan Am's comp. So we actually had team jerseys that we were selling for the different teams. Um, which I was thought was just amazing. And we weren't just selling like the specific team jerseys. We also had like world chase tag hoodies and world chase tag t-shirts. And you bet you, I spent like, I, you know, I had my own Jersey that I competed in, obviously. Um, I'm number three. If you guys were curious, um, I also, I can't say on what my team is yet because it actually has not aired on ESPN yet. It's not going to be, the comp that I did is not going to be airing till the end of April. So I can't tell you guys what team I'm on, but I was number three on my team. (laughs) Um, Number three. (laughs) Yeah, number three. So watch out for it. Um, and I, uh, yeah, so I ended up spending a bunch of money that day. I got an extra, like three of my team's jerseys. I got a t-shirt, um, my, and what was really cool is my birthday was actually March 3rd. So I just turned 22. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So I actually just turned 22 and our world chase tech comp was March 3rd through the 5th. So the first day of comps was actually my birthday. So it was definitely a blessing because all I could have dreamed for was to have all my friends together to train. And, you know, I got that. So that was super awesome. But, you know, I also didn't get to really go out and celebrate, you know, my birthday with my friends. So but I would have taken being with everyone, you know, and having us all in Columbus together over anything else. So that was super awesome. But my uh, one of the other athletes. Oh, I, I take this back. I, I didn't put another team in there. I just, this made me just think of this. Um, Atlanta. So Atlanta has a, a women's female team. It also has a male female team. So Atlanta Talons okay. is obviously the team that I train with, you know, home. So I've, that's my home male team now that, you know, is, uh, has, has become my family. Um, and one of the athletes on that team, and he's a very, very good friend of mine. I, I mean, we, we train together all the time. I, call him up all the time. We have late, late, you know, hour car drives at, at night where, where he just lets me vent all my feelings out to him. He's the sweetest. His name's Ant. He's a, uh, oh God, I cannot even think what number he is off the top of my head, but um, he got me a hoodie for my birthday too. So I have a chase tag hoodie now too. It's super sweet. Um, and then our team captain of my team made us like all custom hoodies and shirts too, not just our jerseys. So I have been repping World Chase Tag like it is my life for like the past month. So um, definitely stocked up on that stuff. And I know that you can actually go to World Chase Tag's website and buy some of their merch, uh, some of their merch from their website now. So that's super okay. awesome. <laughs> Stay tuned. World Chase socks. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the next one. 
Next there up. Oh, go. there you go, folks. There you go, man. Keep your feet. <laughs> there you go. There I'm gonna go. have to. Now, make, I'm gonna have to make some custom socks for my team now that you said that. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. Yeah, put me out there for more work. I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was trying to help, man. <laughs> but now. I know you answered this question before, but I'm gonna ask you anyways. Um, Go for, for it for the sake of this answer. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm drawing blanks right now. But is there a specific that you disagree regarding word chase tag? Like, is there like maybe like a rule or or the, the time like 20 seconds should be like 10 seconds or five seconds or or 30 seconds? Is there a specific that you want to see that some change that that really boggle your mind with this part word chase tag? That's a great question. So, um, yes and no. So one of the things that I was really, um, sad about, um, for this past Pan Am comp was they did the women's teams a little bit different on how they competed. So in, um, us, they did round Robin for the female teams, just like they do for the men. Um, now for this past Pan Am comp, what was really sad is the women's teams didn't actually get to all play against each other. Um, we did a different strategy where we, you know, had, uh, we, we played, um, we put two teams against two teams. We had four women's teams. So, uh, two, uh, two teams against each other. And then we played, you know, the losers and the winners. And that's how we played that. So you either tried to play for first place or you played for third place, you know? Um, and so, you know, because of that, um, some of the teams didn't get to play against each other. And so, um, there was, um, a team on the women's team that I really, really wanted to play. And I actually didn't have the opportunity to play that. And I was really sad because, you know, I'm friends with the athletes on that team. Um, and I just think it would have been really awesome to be able to play all the teams. And so I was really sad that I didn't get to do that this year, but they actually are changing it back for worlds and they're going to bring it back to round Robin. I think they kind of realized that, you know, it sucks that we didn't get to play all the teams. So, um, and it just had to work that way, the way, you know, that we had some airtime on ESPN and things like that. It, it sadly had to work that way, even though it would have only added one more match. So, you know, we we learn from those mistakes and, you know, we grow as the sport grows. And um, so I think that was a big thing that I definitely, you know, was really sad about. And, you know, like I said, it, it's we're already making changes to that, which is super awesome. And, you know, that shows how much, you know, the sport is willing to listen to its athletes and, you know, try to do what's best, not just for World Chase Tag as a whole, but for every team and every athlete. And so I, I, I really respect them for that. They really listen and ask for feedback and, and really take what all of the athletes say into consideration and really, really care about all the athletes individually. And I, I can't really think of another sport that I can really say that I, I know for a fact is like that. And, um, it, it's super awesome. Yeah, as a NFL fan, NBA fan, I I, I get so. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, and uh, yeah. I I think a lot of it has to do with just the simple fact of there's so much input because there's so many teams, so many. You know, you have like college, NFL, and there's so many different you know things, and so. Um, I, I think because, you know, World Chase Tag is so niche and, you know, like I said, it's like a family. We have that opportunity to be able to do that. And, and but I, I just love that they really care and they really want to support us in any way we can, any way they can. And they even actually started insurance for athletes who, you know, because a lot of the parkour athletes don't really like 
it's it's really funny. So like a lot of the parkour athletes do things like stunts or, or actors or are just professional athletes or are coaches. And so through a lot of those jobs, you don't really get a lot of benefits out of that stuff, like, you know, insurance and things like that. And so World Chase Tag actually even started their own insurance program for athletes so that we could make sure if, you know, something had happened that they could take care of their athletes. So I, I think that that is amazing. And it's just, it, it really shows how how much you know the the people are putting into the the and, and the support the the sport is getting by how much the athletes are really putting into it and and it shows well you answered my next question because i was going to ask because i we, you mentioned earlier about that players do get hurt you're doing these you know jumping die tube yeah it's they get injured and injuries are no joke or anything i, I was absolutely does this lead have an insert? But you already answered my question, so. <laughs> yeah, question. yeah. And to be honest with you, it, what's, like you said, not funny. But the, 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 the crazy part about it is, to be honest with you, with everything that the athletes are doing, it is crazy that there aren't more injuries that occur. And that's why, bringing it back to, you know, the conversation we had had before, the, the sport of parkour teaches you how to be able to do these things and not get hurt. Mm-hmm. So that's what's so awesome. Like I said, people in the crowd were like, ooh, like someone, you know, did a front flip over a cube into it and landed on their head and was fine, just rolled right out of it. Because we're taught how to do that safely and how, you know, to do that and not get hurt. And so and, – and, that's what makes the sport so crazy is we're able to do crazy things like that. And, you know, yes, we are getting bumps and bruises and things like that, but it, it's, it, and we've had injuries and stuff, but it, it's, it's honestly a lot safer than you would think it is because of how much these athletes care for themselves and care for their bodies and, and constantly train and, and, you know, make sure that they are able to do these things before they're doing them. Um, Actually, um, we had a, what was something really sad that happened. We had one of the female athletes on one of the teams in Pan Ams during training. She didn't even get to compete because during the training before the competition, she went to step on a bar and she slipped and fell mm. and she completely broke her collarbone. Oh. And she, I mean, and she's from, uh, I believe she's from LA. So she was in Columbus during this whole event and she ended up saying and watching her whole team compete and everything. And, um, accidents do happen and it's really, it's really sad and it's really scary to see things like that happen. And, um, and, and they do happen and, and that's why, you know, they're, they're trying to, um, do, you know, start things like that. But also, um, from that experience, we got a lot of learning opportunities from that. And so we're, we're going at, um, <laughs> training one <laughs> and two, um, how we have the quad set up to see if we can, you know, farther, you know, do something to help that in the future. Um, and realistically, there was also a way that if she would have been able to react quick enough, she would have been able to be okay. And so that's also kind of like a a learning aspect too, of like a, wow, parkour really like, if she would have just reacted quick enough, she would have been fine. But, like, because she didn't, she got, like, this amount of hurt. And it really shows, like, how important I think it is to be able to know how to do those things. Um, and, and I'll give another example. Um, 
So the night of flight uh, that I was telling you about um, earlier, the literally he, Jason, he's literally the best chase tech athlete in the game at the moment. Um, so he actually had to uh, step out of chase tag and not compete this season because he herniated a disc in his back and he got a really bad back injury or I don't believe he herniated it, but he got a really bad back injury and my, um, and, and had to step out of competition and, um, my, I'm, um, so, um, actually my ex that was an athlete, you know, um, he just had the similar situation. He just, he actually just herniated disc in his back and had to step out of world chase tag as well. Um, and my mom has actually gone through, um, a lot of physical back issues my whole life. And so it, it was really, it was really cool to, um, not really cool, but it, it was an interesting thing to see that with my mom growing up and, and seeing, you know, it with the athletes. And as I get older and, you know, seeing people, I know my age, you know, getting, these kind of injuries and stuff. And I, I, it's made me realize more and more how important it is to know how to take care of yourself. Yeah. Uh, and no matter, even if you're not an athlete, how important it is to know how to take care of yourself because, um, you know, my, my, um, my, my friend, you know, the, the, uh, night of flight, Jason and, you know, my ex is, uh, and, you know, they've been constantly working on recovery and healing and, and getting better. And it's really, been crazy to see how they're still um how much they're still able to do plus you know they're still getting better and that like um my ex is actually finally getting back to training again and he hasn't been training for a year because of it and so it's it's super awesome to see how he was almost able to heal himself after such a serious injury and his injury didn't even come from parkour it actually had come from stunts so it's um Super, super interesting to see. And I think, you know, realistically, it's so, so important to know how to take care of yourself, you know, no matter what you do. I could imagine, because I know, like, like, like in the NBA teams, you know, players who get injured, I'm assuming they have, I believe they have, like, maybe their, what you call it, like, it's therapy or do, do we have these injuries? Do they have the, their own medical staff? Does this... Does the team have their medical staff or does Lee have the medical staff or you have to go to your own doctors? That's a great question. So um, we do have to go to our own doctors just because like (laughs) realistically, I don't think the sport is big enough to have that opportunity. Sadly enough, you know, hopefully one day we will get there. Um, Like, you know, and like I said, they are starting their own form of insurance, which is, which is helpful. But what's really cool is um, for instance, um, one of the APK teams, uh, his wife is actually a massage therapist. So she'll actually uh, come in when they have competitions and actually do like chiropractic work and massage therapy work on them before they go out and compete. So I think that that's pretty funny. <laughs> um, so, I, I mean, realistically, that's kind of, you know, what I do. When, when I do recovery stuff, I stretch every day. That's, um, it's, you know, you have to be disciplined when you're an athlete, especially a professional one, and, you know, you're competing. You have to be disciplined on strengthening and recovery. So, I you know, I, I lift regularly, and I stretch every day, and I also see a chiropractor every day. I love my chiropractor. She is, like, amazing. She saves my life, I swear to God. Um, <laughs> and... Um, so there's definitely you have to put you have to invest in yourself for anything that you do, uh, you know, that you really care about. And, and so those are just ways I invest myself so that I can um, have a better future as an athlete and in my physical performance for the future. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, my next question is, uh, 
Wow, I've lost my thought. My, my, my mind's going blank now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Wow. It's getting late. Yeah, yeah. It's getting late. The, the, there's this. Okay, now I remember my question. Uh, does this, <laughs> do you guys wear like a, some kind of like equipment or just like a regular shirt or pants when you play the sport? Because say in football, you wear short pads, helmet, basketball, basically just jersey or pants, maybe like knee pads, maybe. But do you guys wear like some kind of like equipment? That's a great question. Like a, We've actually been asked that question a lot because a lot of athletes like to train with baggier clothes. So it's sometimes kind of hard to tell. So some athletes don't wear like anything, any protection at all, which blows my mind. Like, you know, my friend Hunter that I was saying from Tempest. Um, yeah. They, they'd be sliding on their knees. It, it blows my mind how they do it. it it's seriously crazy. Um, but there's a certain like extent of what we can wear, but a lot of, most so when we started out it's been a it's been a thing in the parkour community that like if you need if you need to wear pads or wear gloves or you know anything like that for anything you're doing then you shouldn't do it that comes from the mindset of parkour of you shouldn't be doing something if you don't know that you can do it and that's why i said like parkour is actually a lot safer than you think it is now Chase tag is a little different than parkour, though, because it has the yeah. aspect of competing and, you know, winning. And so that's where things change. Parkour is like chase tag, but at your own pace. World chase tag is way more intense. And so because of that, athletes yeah. actually started to realize that wearing stuff like knee pads, um, some of them will wear like stuff around their waist. So when they like go through stuff, they don't like uh, sh like back check the bars. Um, they'll wear like hip pads. Um, and really the main ones are knee pads and shin guards. When you dive through stuff, like you kind of just dive through it, like, like you're diving into water. So sometimes your shins or knees will bang on bars and stuff. So that's, those are the two main yeah. that you normally see people wear. Um, and so, um, so what I train in or what I compete in is I wear knee pads, I wear shin guards. And then I actually, during that competition, um, I was actually injured. So I actually hyperextended my elbow, um, for training right before we had our competition. So I was competing a little injured. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> um, so I actually had a compression sleeve on my left shoulder for the competition. I don't even think you could see it, but I had, um, cause I think I was wearing long sleeves, but, um, I was wearing a compression sleeve so that um, I didn't, you know, re-injure my arm and I had a little bit more protection for that. But otherwise, all that I wore was knee pads and shin guards. Um, I also buy a specific pair of shoes. So when I compete or, or train or anything, when I do any kind of parkour or world chase tag stuff, I only train in Vans Ultra Ranges. Um, there were a couple shoes that are specifically known to be really good for parkour. Um, that's just one of them. Um, Olo is another uh, shoe brand that's really famous in parkour stuff. Um, Phase, I believe is how you say it. Phase, I think. those are That's a really popular one. Um, I just like my Vans. Um, I've been a Vans wearer my whole life. Plus, like, the Ultra Ranges are just really comfy to me. Um, and I like the style. I like the way they look. So those are like my, my go-to. I don't train unless I'm wearing my Vans and I <laughs> don't compete without them. So that's a big go-to one for me too. Um, but everyone has their own kind of preference on shoes for it. Um, but yeah, I mean, everyone, like I said, everyone's kind of different. Some people don't wear any protection and I swear to God, they're serial, they're monsters, I swear. <laughs> they are, mon they're animals. I don't know how they do it. I slide on my knees so much when I go to QM because I struggle from a lot of ankle injuries. And so I lack ankle yeah. mobility. 
So anytime I go for QM, which to rephrase again is, you know, crawling on all four, I always hit my knees on stuff. And so I couldn't imagine what I, where I would be if I did not have knee pads. <laughs> I would be done for. Yeah. I, I know about ankle injuries because I've been through before when I, I used to play basketball. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ankles. I can imagine. Yeah. Ankle sprain. Yeah. That's no fun. <laughs> but oh, yeah. and let me ask you this. Because I when, when I was in eighth grade, to try out for a basketball, I could do my physical and I could pass of it. Yes, folks, I passed my physical just to let people know. <laughs> I don't want anyone to spread rumor or put hashtag feel fail physical. No, that's not true. Okay. But I could imagine, I could assume you guys have to do your physical before you get to get to the team, to be on the team. Is there like tryouts too? So actually, there is nothing right now having to do with a physical um it's super funny because i actually was um i had auditioned to do a um survivalist show and um they made me do like a physical and things and, and even a psych exam for that um i didn't end up making it on that one um but it, it's super funny they even had me do it for that but for uh world chase tag I, they yeah they don't really require it for that um so i mean that's some it makes things a lot easier which is really nice um but we do have tryouts for the teams. There's enough athletes that do it now that we do have the opportunity to be able to hold tryouts. Um, so I had to try out for my team. Um, luckily, we uh, Atlanta's actually building um, more than one female team. So because of that, I have to like make sure I think before I say things to make sure <laughs> I, I'm saying, okay, thanks. Um, so because of that opportunity, it's, it's really awesome because – all of the women that tried out for, you know, my team, even if they didn't make it on my team, they still made it on a women's team. All We got to take in all of our female athletes that tried out. So that was... We're back. Can you hear me? Our... Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, we're back. Yes. We're back for our... I just make some excuses. Back from our commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Play some uh, McDonald's theme yeah. music. Ba -da -ba -ba. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. That's pretty. Good. I, I was, I was gonna get me the bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I guess oh, I watched a lot of TV as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's a now, reason I do well, what well, I do. <laughs> now, what, what was the question I was asking? You were answering it. Uh, oh wow! I oh, yeah, am ADHD. I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I think I asked you about the physical. like you, you mentioned you, you guys don't do physicals oh yeah um but I answered the question yeah we don't we don't but we do do and you asked if we do tryouts so yeah yeah okay okay yeah yeah there you go so there you go with that ask <laughs> so there's so there's that <laughs> but now and this is probably like your your personal preference when when this lead will expand, you probably start tra traveling to a different uh, state, different country. What country do you like to go to when you when you get ready to compete? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would really like to go to Italy. That would be Italy. really cool. Um, I would really love, I, I don't know, I think Brazil would be really cool. I was asking all of the guys, because we had a Brazil team, you know, at Chase Tag, and I was asking all the guys, like, 
what is it like living there? It's so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that was yeah, probably there would be really cool. They'll be so Shoot. happy if they ever heard this. They'd be so happy to hear that. Um, I don't know. I'd love to make it to Canada and play with the Canada team. That'd be really dope. Um, okay. Just like okay. be able yeah. to like train with them and like have some quality training time with them. That'd be dope. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe somewhere in Europe. I don't know. Really <laughs> anywhere. Like, I just love traveling, and it, it's really cool that parkour and and honestly, everything I do, acting, modeling, it all gives me that opportunity to be able to do that. So it's super cool. Okay. Okay. Uh, when I was a little baby, I I went to Italy before with my parents. So just. I don't oh, much, so but cool. <laughs> I'm yeah, so yeah. jealous. And some, <laughs> and some some other countries too, you know, uh, in Europe. I think Europe, Europe, Germany. Um, okay. Oh, Australia would be really so, cool. I would like to go there. Yeah, I know I've been there. So <laughs> you have? No, no, I haven't. No. Oh, you haven't? Okay. Yeah, I would like to go. Okay. 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 That'd be that's, cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, now. We're gonna talk about ESPN. What's the favorite part you like about ESPN? Um, oh, favorite part about ESPN. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I I'm an actress and a model, so I think not only you know do I appreciate that they, you know, realize the potential in World Chase Tag and they want to give the sport and the athletes the opportunity to you know, expand their audience and, and grow, um, you know, yeah. a community as a sport. Um, I, I also respect I- anyone that, you know, does anything in that kind of field, any, anything podcasts, anything, you know, production companies, anything, you know, films, movie, TV, news, you know, anything in any kind of performance industry, you know, I'm also a singer as well. And anything in any kind of performance industry, I really respect. And um Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think just I think just in general, just, you know, that they believe in us and and in that they're they're willing to invest into us it is super awesome. Gotcha. You mentioned as in, I remember the question I'm going to ask you as <laughs> what are the chances we see? Because we've seen like a lot of, you know, a lot of commercial, they advertise whatever, you know, the, or this next game, this team, this team, team A versus team B or whatever. Well, I just we will see that word chase tag when they start advertising this sport to gain more audience. Yeah. So um, a funny story on that. Um, this past year, uh, this past summer, I actually had gone to a local water park in Ohio um, before I'd moved out to Atlanta. And um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with Kings Island. Um, I had went there and um, I was at the beach water park part of it. Um, and I was there with some of the other, actually some of the other chase tag athletes. Like I said, these are all my best friends. It's, it's super awesome. I was there with some of the other athletes and we had went to one of the restaurants to get food while we were there. And they were actually playing some of the competition matches on the TV as we were eating. And so it was really funny because I was, you know, with my ex at the time and I, I we had looked up at the TV and we were watching and we were like, 
because um, I worked for a gym. Seth is the owner of that gym. He was actually on one of the Chase Tag athletes that made it to Worlds one of the past couple seasons. And we looked up and we were like, yo, like there's Seth, which is like, you know, was my boss at the time. And, you know, has been a good friend of all of ours. And I looked up and I was like, yo, like there's Seth on the TV. And then we were sitting there and I was like, Ethan, you're on the TV. And it's just, it, it's just a, a game changing, you know, experience and, and you know I haven't I, I've been through that not through you know chase tag stuff through other stuff but um I it was it, I think it's a game a life-changing you know experience and a life-changing feeling to look up and be like I'm that's me in, in front of like a thousand a billion like you know it just I'm, I'm just like that's like I'm looking at myself on tv and with all these people and it's it's such a surreal feeling. I, I mean, there, there's nothing that compares to it. It, it, it really strikes a, a, a confidence. And, and also, like, I just I'm so happy that people people support me and and, and everything and, and and want me to be a part of something so much bigger than me. It's really a dream come true. OK, OK. Um, now I'm going to give you three bonus questions to wrap this up. Some of them might be put you on the spot, maybe. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> so it's like, just like the Joker from the Batman character. Or the villain. <laughs> uh, I'm doing that. <laughs> okay. Now, bonus question number one, and maybe we'll give you the easy bonus question. Just, just, <laughs> maybe. Maybe, maybe not. But bonus <laughs> question number one. What do you like to see? Maybe not right away, obvious, but maybe ten years, fifteen years, five, seven, eight years, when the sport grows. Do you like to see the sport be part of the Olympics? Absolutely, I think that that would be. I mean, I don't even, I don't even know what to say about that. I think that that would be an amazing opportunity, and I think that that would, I mean, just. The Olympics, it's huge, you know. I, I think that that would be an honor to be able to be a part of that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, uh, be that would be great. I mean, more more sport part of the Olympics every four years, you know, every four years. So that'd be good. They get to see other countries, other countries. So you know, you mentioned about community, community expand. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. Now, bonus question number two. And you mentioned your uh, uh, actress slash model, and this might be put you on the spot. <laughs> this might be put you on the spot. <laughs> put you on the spot. If there's someone that call you to be part of the movie of about the world chase, uh, world chase tag, will you take it? And what's the and they give you a choice, the name of the character, your character, what will it be? Oh my gosh, this that's oh, that's a great question. Um I I mean, absolutely. I like it's it's a passion of mine, of course. Not just chase tag, but you know, acting and it, absolutely I mean that would be an honor. Um now on my name, I mean to be honest with you, I would hope to, you know, be able to play me. That would be amazing. Um, play me and really play with my team. Like I said, it's I, I love my team and I wouldn't want to be with any other team. Um, and, and so, yeah, it, definitely, that would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, okay, okay, gotcha. 
And now, bonus question number three, the last one. And you can hurt my feelings. It's okay, because I don't have no feelings. I'm kidding. <laughs> but you no. I'm kidding. You can't hurt my feelings. You can't hurt my feelings. Now, <laughs> back in my days, I used to play basketball. That's what I mentioned earlier. Or I used to do Taekwondo. No, I didn't beat up people, okay? I want to get out of the way, okay? I didn't beat up people, okay? Um, I used to do Taekwondo, play basketball, you know, whatever. I'll probably, I'll shake now, but <laughs> right now, but just say I'm not the most athletic, whatever, but how you see, if I, let's say, play World Chase Tag, I don't have a good cardio, how well I would do, would I be the weakest link or would I, would, would I fail in the sport? Well, not fail in the sport, but how well would I do in this World Chase Tag? I mean, right. that's a great question. And I think, um, Cardio is probably the biggest opponent out of anything w- mm-hmm. would be um, cardio and then just how well you can move through the, uh, the quad. Um, and, and so um, I'll give you an example. <laughs> um, what okay. something okay. really funny about the Pan Ams comp. Um, they actually, you know, because it was at the uh, Arnold uh, Sports Convention, there were a bunch of bodybuilders that we actually gave the opportunity. They signed waivers, but we gave the opportunity to get on the quad and just kind of do some stuff for fun. And they're bodybuilders, so they don't have, like, running stamina. They don't dive through. They're not, like, swimmers. They're not, like, gymnasts or anything. You know, they don't, like, dive through stuff or, you know. Totally different sport for them. And I'm not going to lie. It was one of the funniest things that I have ever seen. These... 300 pound jacked men were like jumping over the bars i am not gonna say that they did not leave unscratched but they they went for it and i was very now they are still very athletic you know just not in the same ways but i I mean they still i I was impressed uh, to say the least they were definitely more sendy than i was um, it was so funny. You have to see the video. It, it was funny. Uh, I think World Trace Tag actually put it up, so you could definitely go check out their Instagram. Um, but in we had teams that competed at this competition that this was their first, like I said, Canada. This was their first time on the quad. So, you know, they have parkour experience and cardio experience. So, you know, that's, once again, they're, they're still athletic. But it really is for anyone, seriously. Like, um, just because you, you know, look a certain way or or a certain age. Like I said, we have a bunch of adults that do chase tag as well. Like, doesn't mean that you can't do it. And, and even though this is such a high level sport, I, I still believe it is for everyone. But it's it's just like any sport. When you start out, you're not going to be good at it. You're not going to be getting all of your tags and all of your or, or all of your evasions. It's I still don't do that. You know, and I have the quad and I've been training on it. And, and so as long as you, you know, j- like just like any sport, you, you train and you and you put time into it and you invest your, into it. And, you know, you you do training and, and recovery and, and you really are serious about it. You could make it on a team and you could compete. So. OK, OK. I do have one more bonus question. OK. And this will put you on the spot for sure. Ooh, OK. <laughs> Me, you, paper, rock, scissor. You think you can beat me? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I've been told that I'm pretty good at it. Funny story. Actually, uh, me and my ex used to do it all the time, and I used to beat him every time. Every oh, yeah? time. It actually used to be a running joke. 
because we would say if we were ever playing each other on different teams that he would not go against me because he knew I would. I'm pretty good <laughs> at it. I'm just saying. Okay, 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 man. I, I remember that. Uh, okay, yeah. I remember that. Just confidence, but like confidence plus being good at it helps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'll challenge you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. But, but anyways, but it's great talking to you. I learned a lot about this sport, this new sport, World Chase Tag. We we did talk briefly a little bit about East Pain. I was going to put you on the spot regarding the East Pain crush, but you know what? You, I think you have enough with this. Put on the spot questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. It was really fun to talk about it. You definitely tested my knowledge as well because, I mean, like I said, I'm still pretty new in it myself. So I, I have a lot to learn from, you know, all the other athletes out there as well. So we're, we're all just learning together, growing together, and having fun. And that's what that's what it's about, you know. A, Absolutely. Building a community, make new friends. Um, get to know each other, train together, you know, whatever, and have, and, you know, most important, of course, in like any sport, have fun. Have Absolutely. fun. You, you be competitive, you can be competitive and have fun at the same time. Now you may, if it was me, I probably would pack trash and make fun of someone's hairline, but that, that's beside the point. But, but anyways, <laughs> but anyways, so you're, and you're welcome to come back if you go up to it. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, this has been really fun. I'll definitely have to come back uh, maybe after the uh, comp airs so I can actually spill some tea on like some behind the scenes stuff and, and all that jazz mm -hmm. and um, actually be able to talk about how this specific comp went because I couldn't really talk a lot about, you know, how I competed because it hasn't aired yet. So I, I think that yeah. would be super fun. Yeah, I got you. Got you. So keep an eye on but in the in the April, right? Yep. So um, the tentative date right now is April 22nd. So put that on your calendar, guys. That's not the 100% for set date. Yeah. But um, you guys can also follow me on Instagram, Lively Kylie. It's uh, and I will post that. I'll be posting it the day of for sure. So I'll, I'll be sharing that um, when that's going to be airing. So you can definitely stay tuned for that. I, I was going to ask you if there's anything you want to plug in, you know, your social media, but you already did, did yep, that. But... Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So you guys definitely follow me on Instagram. I also have a TikTok, a Twitter, and a YouTube channel that you guys can watch. I do vlogs every Monday on my YouTube. It's a new thing. Um, so definitely stay tuned for that. But it's Kylie River, or my username is Lively Kylie. So Lively and then K-Y-L-I-E-E. -E. Okay. Okay, sound good, sound good. And you can follow me on Instagram, pdh 2 uh, Let's Talk Podcast has a page. Give a like, give a follow. I post a new episode like like this one. I announce new guests or any, anything regarding this podcast related. Anything regarding this podcast related. Um, let's Talk Podcast. Now, now, Let's Talk Podcast is available from different plat 10 different platforms, and I hope I can remember all 10 because I was struggling at 8 the last two weeks for some reason but i never say i was a professional so you got it <laughs> so 10 different platforms which you, which you can listen to all the episodes including this episode from 10 different platforms just anchor anchor apple podcast apple podcast spotify stitcher overcast podcast google podcast radio public and now it's available on Castbox. and now which is just a couple days ago it's available now on amazon music so you can listen Ooh. to those 10 different platforms, which including this episode, which you can learn about this new sport, this great new sport, World 
Chase Tag. The next Let's Talk podcast is actually tomorrow night, which Chad will make his Let's Talk podcast debut, which we'll talk about movies. So we're going to talk about movies, nothing but movies, basically. <laughs> and this Sunday night, Josh will make his return, which we'll talk about that new TV series on HBO Max, The Last of Us. We're going to give our thoughts on that TV series and all that much more this Sunday. And that's pretty much it. Um, n- next weekend, no podcast schedule, but the following will be the next well, Let's Talk Podcast return. So stay tuned for that. So stay tuned for this weekend on Let's Talk Podcast. So everyone, have a good night. Just remember, she she thinks she can beat me on paper, walk, scissors, so whatever. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the challenge is on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe we have to do like a Skype for you and we do that people walk, scissors. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Stay tuned, guys. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. And maybe we'll talk about that on the next podcast. The next thing you'll be on. There, there you go. So There you go. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a poor sporter. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Just kidding. Anyway, so stay tuned. So stay tuned for this weekend. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good weekend this weekend. And talk to you tomorrow night on Let's Talk Podcast. Peace out, everyone. Bye.